Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Gonna be a sparkling day. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time. DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Let me entertain you. Today on the program, speaking of entertainment, oh yeah, you can get many, many, many of your entertainment needs taken care of by this guest. I got Miosha Bean, filmmaker. That's such a small box. She writes, she directs, she stars, she uh, cuts, she edits, she, uh, she, she DP. Uh, second unit uh, uh, key grip I don't know what, what uh, craft services what, what can't she do Miosha Bean I've had her on the podcast already so I know quite a bit a little or at least a little bit about my my friend Miosha Bean but you're going to get to know a little bit more in the next few minutes we're going to get to catch up with Miosha Bean oh so stick around you better stick around this week's shows on Friday night, my usual Friday night gig, I will be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas, the video dance party karaoke jam. Yes, I said karaoke. You're the stars of the show. Ah, <laughs> they got a full bar. The kitchen's open. Pool tables, pool tournament. Uh, you could do it all right there at the Rab. Pool tournament. Yeah, you can actually make some money playing pool while you're waiting to sing on stage right next to yours truly. You're the stars of the show. All I'm doing is pressing buttons. I think this weekend we got like a 70s weekend on Saturday night, but I'll be there on Friday night doing my thing. So I'm kind of excited to be at the Rab. I don't know. Maybe do you want to do 70s two nights in a row or do you want me to go in a different direction? Hmm, I guess we'll figure it out. Friday night at the Rab, 8 p.m. until 1230 in the AM. Come and find your friends at the rab hey and then saturday oh so exciting i got a wedding i got a wedding in greenbrier arkansas about 15 minutes away from my house i'm so stoked about that i mean i go all over this state i go all over the country if uh if the if the need be <laughs> but uh, i'm so glad uh, to have a wedding and some really nice people too people that i know from karaoke are having a wedding their kids are having a wedding so i'm stoked about that and uh that's going to be in greenbrier but unless you're invited you cannot come na 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 boo boo but uh, the reason i mention it is because i'm so excited i get to do weddings i'm so excited <laughs> i get to do podcasts and weddings and uh, radio just uh my life is is pretty fun i i can, i i do take some time out to have some fun and uh speaking of fun I'm going to have some fun talking to my friend, Miosha Bean. I got her on Skype. So if you're listening to the the audio version of this, I encourage you to check out my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys, Dan, and find the video version of this Skyping Miosha Bean now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, Bean, you are smarter than the machine. You are <laughs> mucho tecnologico. And I say mucho tecnologico because I want to start it off in Spanish because you're my uh, half Cuban sister from another mister. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we figured that out at the end of the last podcast. Uh, the one where we figured out, oh, wait a minute. Florida, is everybody in Florida half Cuban? Well, it would appear so. Right. <laughs> it would appear so, either all the way or, or some of the way. But we right. talked of many things last time. It's so good to see your face. Last time we did a phone interview because I was just starting out with this podcast thing, and I had not yet figured out broadcasting and software and making things look as good as they can 
And, uh, you know, for those that are listening to the audio version, I encourage you to check out the video version so you can see, see the lovely Miosha Bean right there next to me wearing a, a very smart hat and her glasses looking very, uh, you know, very creative, very directorial. My girl. <laughs> You have, you've been doing so much in the past three years. I, I don't know if anybody can keep up. I, I'd say don't try to keep up, but you know, uh, wait, wait, don't try to race her, but definitely try to keep up, you know, or, or, you know, just, uh, you've got so many projects since 2019. Uh, we ended up and you were, you were just starting off with your tea talks with your friend, uh, Ingrid, I guess it, it, it was, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Irina. 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 That's it. T-, T talks with Miosha and Irina. And I know I, you know, when I was first starting out with this thing, I, I kind of went through the years and we went film by film. So uh, I encourage anyone that hasn't heard that podcast, take a listen because you really kind of go a little in depth piece by piece. And we really hammered in where you came from Gainesville, Florida. And uh, where you went through, uh, kind of uh, Colorado, and uh, where you ended up, L.A., Hollywood. <laughs> Tell me what's been going on, Miosha Bean. Oh, wow. Um, so much, so much. Trying to stay creative, you know, um, and inspired and trying to find the next thing that I want to do in life. Not just film, but just, you know, all around. But um, as, a, as a creative, though, I try to take time to step away and then get inspired like what am I gonna do next what's next you know because yeah right now I just did two I've done two feature films and uh, those are coming out later this year so I'm very excited about that well don't, um, don't keep it a secret just, tell know, us about them tell us about them well okay uh, well the, the one I definitely can tell you about um, it's a psychological thriller. It is, we shot that actually in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. It's so beautiful there. Um, uh, we shot this, we shot them in one location and we did it with like just a really creative idea. It's super like scary, but also more psychological and like you want to thought provoking. Uh, yeah, I can't really say too much, but the title is called Project Paranoia. Ooh. <laughs> All I can give you. <laughs> you know, Hollywood is a state of mind these days. It feels like a lot of productions are going on in Atlanta, Georgia. I want to give it up to the people of Atlanta. Uh, they must be given tax breaks, uh, places to, for people to stay, uh, breaks on, on lodging, possibly food. There's got to be something about what's going on in Atlanta that people, uh, you know, not just Tyler Perry, but a lot of other, The Walking Dead is out there. I mean, there's a lot of productions going on in Atlanta. Why? You know, it's it's such a beautiful place to, to shoot in the studios. Like, the, the, the Tyler Perry Studios is so huge. You know, it's I was fortunate to get to, to go. Um, it is the biggest studio I've ever seen. Uh, I've been to Fox Studio a lot. I've got to pitch over there. I've been to Warner Brothers. Um, but yeah, the Tyler Perry Studios is quite massive. It's pretty gnarly so i like that he has where a lot of people go to a studio like netflix has been there they did uh, wakanda uh the new marvel pictures um but yeah i think it's i think it's coming up it, it's like the next it's like a mini los angeles or hollywood if you will well, like I said, it's a state of mind. Many productions are in Toronto, uh, all over Canada, all over all over the world. Really, the the way that that films are being made, it used to be uh, way back in the twenties and the thirties when the talkies <laughs> first came out. Right. There were only a handful right. of production companies that could afford this equipment that was so expensive. Uh, you know, there was like five of these special cameras that had three lenses on them where you could change it and it was, <laughs> and it was close, medium and far, uh, you know, and they were yeah. very, and it was film somewhat like the, uh, the film reels that are spinning in our background here. Uh, you know, it was, it, it was a lot more expensive and a lot mm -hmm. less accessible way back in the day. Now, my goodness, you could shoot a whole film on your iPhone, on your, on your oh, smartphone. Yeah. And make it look broadcast quality. What I mean, you know, tell me about it. it it's a director. Um, oh God, I think his name's Steven Soderbergh. I think he, yeah, he's the one that did the film. I believe he shot Unsane. 
and that was in theaters and it, it you know it was super creative it was just um it, it he's just a mastermind at the phone and he had like i, I love that he his he wanted to do the film on a phone because it's cheaper budget way cheaper budget cuts the production cost mainly but the fact that he made it look like a like film i was very impressed so it, it's a great time to be that we're in because everything's online digital so you can sell something easily you can put an audience of you know even this what we're doing you know online i think it's just it's a wonderful time yeah it's all this is all digital there is no analog yeah. involved in this production that you are listening to my loyal listener you are listening to digital you know tape no metallic yeah. you know reel to reel where i have to cut and splice and fit things together this is all performed on a computer i'm so amazed i know i sound like an old man right now i sound like my own <laughs> grandfather hey these computers are catching on no but they are and and we both went to uh school uh, you went to full sale i went to the connecticut school of broadcasting and we learned you know how how to splice uh, yeah you learned a little bit of about film and uh, a, a, mm -hmm. a bit about you know the film that doesn't get used and i what was that called at the end uh when oh we we still got about 13 feet left and what was that called the ends and you're people are yeah. able to buy the ends and make films on that but that throw that all out the window uh steven soderbergh you know maybe you were the pioneer maybe you were, you were the engine the in this uh train but there's a lot of people that are that have latched on and have done exactly that same thing have you ever made a film yeah. on a phone and, and when i say that you you have to go to you know amazon or or any of these uh, you know i go to ebay i'm the ebay guy uh, you, there's pieces that you need for a phone the attachments a microphone and such like oh i'm kind of excited uh i bought some lavalier mics some wireless lavalier oh, mics nice. uh, because i wanted nice. to do i wanted to break away from the studio from this really good mic that i'm here have and i wanted to mm -hmm. be able to do podcasts from anywhere you know if i wanted right. to go out to the park and visit with someone and i know you're a podcaster too i want to get into that too but tell me about right. you know tell me about shooting on a phone have you ever shot on a phone i have actually i have um and it was a film that i did some uh, some time ago and um it was it was fun i just felt like it was more i could do more because obviously this little tiny thing you could fit it in certain spaces that you couldn't get and put it on a, like a dolly or rig it somehow you know but um, I just, it was just the, it was a challenge for sure to make it very nice and high quality. But like we have the lenses, the kits, it, it looks pretty amazing. Like the depth of field that you'll get, you could probably get that as like, look that look at it like as a cinema camera would have. But um, yeah, I did. And it, it, I was younger, but it, I don't know if that film is still on, on YouTube. I have to see. It might be. Well, there's but. a lot of films that you have on YouTube and you've, you've taken <laughs> the time. My goodness. You're primarily in the horror, uh, genre, yeah. you know, that, that's your, your main thing. I mean, you didn't, you didn't start there. You started with the, uh, the, the, the music video for Roy Jones Jr. and uh, the, the, the boxer turned musician, you know, that's, uh, that, that was the turning point. We talked about that in great length last time, but, uh, okay, you're you're born in ninety. I'm born in sixty nine, and I'm remembering one of the first things that I remember learning about uh, film. And I, I I've I've never made a movie. I've never ha had the the um, the well. I have the desire, but I've never taken mm -hmm. the time to make a movie. But I remember back in the seventies, mm -hmm. one of the breakthroughs that they had was the Steadicam, and Rocky was one of the first to use that steady cam technology when Rocky was running up the stairs in Philadelphia on those, on that famous run, there was somebody running behind him using a steady mm -hmm. cam. Is there something like that for your phone? Have you used that as well? I, well, at that time I probably didn't use it because uh, I was so young and I didn't know like all the attachments, but I did get a, a few lenses, but uh, <laughs> I, I got into attachment with, you know, with the, putting a rig on your whole body and then walking with it. Um, when I did like, bigger phone cameras, but I never on a phone, but I'm sure that's that. They, I'm sure they have it. 
<laughs> well, I, I okay, the, the people that, that don't know what a Steadicam is, and if they've ever seen the movie Aliens, uh, the attachment oh, yeah. that um, that the Marines, the Space Marines, used to hold their weapons uh, to, to <laughs> swing around on an arm, somewhat like the arm that I'm using for this microphone, is the steady steady cam attachment and it keeps everything uh-huh. smooth and level even if you're running even if you're bouncing around and and as a filmmaker i know you like to make things perfect and you know as time has progressed what kind of equipment have you changed okay back then i had this uh i had a, a this kind of camera but then i moved up to that kind of camera I mean, tell me through the years, what kind of equipment and where did you end up right now? What's the, what's your favorite stuff gear? <laughs> um, oh, so at the beginning it was VHS tape. That tells you how old I am. <laughs> Not old. I, I loved it. You know, it was just cool. And then from there I, I moved on to, um, Oh, later on, I moved on to like you know, digital phones, digital, it's like the digital would be like a Canon, Canon 70, 80, and you know, just keep going from there. Um, T2i, I have so many things. I, I love the, I used to really love Canons. Like they would give great photos, you know, perfect image, great depth of feel. And then I discovered Sony cameras after that. I love Sony cameras. It, that's changed over the years. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like us. I had a Sony a seven three, um, which is, I mean, honestly, I shot feature, I shot two features on that kind of camera. So, and it, and it, and it looks absolutely incredible. Um, for, I think 4k, we have, it's a 4k camera. Um, but then I progressed on from there to, oh man, I did, I did, I did black magics, black magic, really good cameras as well. And um, the Black Magic Mini Pocket that I moved on to, I want to say an Ari. Ari's are great as well. Those are the, the really big boys. <laughs> um, shot a few films on that, but I, I don't know. That's where that's where I'm at mainly um, with a lot of projects. But I, I I love I go back and forth with a, a Black Magic too. So that that's something I can use on a concert. Like somebody calls me. Hey, there's a project. I'll I'll bring that because it's a you know, it still gives you a good look as a Ari is just more expensive, so that would call for like a bigger budget role versus an independent film. Well, I I went to so, uh, the first time I went to radio school was back in 1986. Yeah, back in the 1900s, yeah. kids. Uh, you know, and that was all analog, reel to reel, cart machines, oh, yeah. tape. Uh, records you know that was all very uh, warm tactile but then i said you know around 2000 i said man i, I need to update because uh get with the times get with the now and i went back to school and i learned uh you know the real the um there was still the real to real but they they said they turned that away very quickly they said hey you're not going to use that ever. You know, there was a lot of uh, Apple, a lot of uh, Final Cut, Final Scratch, uh, a lot of uh, Adobe Audition, Cool Edit, that kind of stuff. But uh, the SL1, the Canon SL1 had just come out and revolutionized the way that filmmaking was being made. It took a, a camera that was so heavy, you had to put it on a truck to something you could hold yeah. in your hand. And that was, I think that was the beginning of miniaturizing your your filmmaking experience and making it so versatile you were talking about using the phone you could fit it in certain places to get certain shots and now for people that are watching the video you have placed a camera in a good spot to where you got that shot and you don't have to worry about using your hands and it's going to stay right. steady <laughs> for the rest of the, of the podcast see you've yeah. already got that in, in mind now some directors don't know how to really um, to, to use the cameras so much. There's a lot of directors oh. that are the boss. And then you have a DP, a director of photography that takes care of all yeah. the shots. Tell me about that. Yeah. So <clears throat> I've been on both sides of that, that coin. Like I've done the, you know, the cinematography and I was also the director. So I think they work hand in hand. Honestly, they're they're Sometimes there's directors that, that, you know, don't really know camera, but they, before we went to, uh, you know, to, to making the film, we'll go over the shot list. And so 
they'll, you know, what I try to bring up the vision that he has, but sometimes they quite can't understand, like, you know, get it there. And I can, that's what a DP is there for to get you the actual, like what you're envisioning you know, project, like the look for your film. So, um, yeah, it, it works hand to hand and I don't expect every director to know, but from, I went from cinematography direct. So I have this, the, the camera background and I, I think it's the same thing as directing, but just the directors usually don't hold the camera or anything. They just, they'll just tell the DP, like, this is where I want it. And the DP does the, the magic. Well, just like most any most any job, Miosha Bean, the 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 best bosses, the best leaders are the ones that have come through the ranks. Okay, say mm-hmm. they're the they're the manager of a restaurant. They started right. uh, sweeping floors, uh, washing dishes, and then moved their way up to you know emptying waste baskets and did every job up till they became the manager. So that way they know, hey, look, I was there. They have they have that yes. respect. You've come up through the ranks. Okay, when when you say filmmaker, when some people call themselves filmmaker, they're not Miosha Bean filmmaker. You're writer. You're director. You're the film you know filmographer. You you do the storyboarding. Tell me, do you do the storyboarding? Is there is there you know? I actually, wow, yeah, tell me I about do the that. Storyboard, yeah, <laughs> I do the storyboard. I actually have um. I, before I got into, you know, anything, well, when I was younger, I, I was doing, I did a lot of art. I have like, that was one point I wanted, I, one point in my life I wanted to go for art, but it just didn't, it wasn't a love for it. Like I love film, but I still do art in there and I incorporate it with my work of like, you know, if I have, um, you know, obviously the professional storyboard, people, I do want that at the end, but when I'm like, going through the process when I'm making a project, I like to just draw it out and show it like where the is going to be the angles where we end. I'm very meticulous with, I think it's very important to have and it's a, it's a great skill. So I'm I'm very blessed to have had that before getting into film. (laughs) Is this better? Yes. Oh my goodness. The the right tools for the job. (laughs) okay i'm not going to cut the beginning part of that i want to see i want people to know and see and hear you know you had one piece of equipment and then you had a different piece of equipment now this is the stuff that you use for your own personal podcast i want to know about that you said you said that um you have been learning things and you'd like to take some time out i don't see how you could take time out you have a podcast called creators for creators and you have been giving information after information tell me about that thank you um yeah no i'm i'm i love i love create i love creators to create because i love i love hearing people's stories and just how they did it and i think we're all on this journey as creatives right what should we do are we making the right decision are we on the right path kind of thing so it's really interesting to just hear people's like perspectives and things like that like you're like oh yeah i'm not alone and so that's been really the most um rewarding part of the show Oh, the tools for the job. Okay. You started off with your, you have uh, one podcast with your friend. And once again, Ingrid. Uh, oh, no, Irina. 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 Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling her Ingrid. And she's going to, she's, she's going to laugh. She's, she's going to slap me through this thing. She's going to call me on the phone and physically her hand is going to come out like one of your horror films and out of the phone <laughs> and slap me in the face. <laughs> Hopefully, that's the only punishment that I get. But, uh, you know, (laughs) it's nice once you get the knowledge, once you get to a certain level, once you get to Mm -hmm. a certain skill, you want to impart that information. Once you once you get all right, you're the the daughter of of a preacher man. Okay, he opened up that good book. And he saw that good, those good words. And all he wanted to do was tell everybody about all those good words in that good book. And I know that you've incorporated, uh, you know, certain religious elements into your logos, into your, Mm -hmm. into your filmmaking, into your, into all of your avenues of creativity. Uh, Tell me about how that is, has changed your life or has, has driven you. Um, Very, very much has driven me for sure. Um, Like I, I feel like um, as a, as a creative, like, I don't know, just um, I think it's important to incorporate yourself in things right and your journey and be truthful to this as as much as you can um 
I would say for sure that I always wanted to incorporate like religious elements into my films because I feel like, you know, God is a part of my life and and I think he's a part of he's he's you know he's the God who created everything. So why not dig into that and try to you know use that and reach people in just a different way or make people look at it in a different perspective? You know, like like maybe like you know Christianity is not so scary. <laughs> you know, so or, or um, maybe it is. <laughs> no, you know the words God given gift are is a is a, has been spoken by many many people. You know they attribute. Yeah they're they're all they are and all they can be and all they will be uh to Mm -hmm. a a greater power you know i i i I was born as a catholic now i'm an american you know you grow uh you know i've I've been through the gambit and i've i've tried to tried to live as a good person and a lot of that might be the teachings that i've had as a child you know i know that there's Mm -hmm. there i don't want to yuck anybody's yum their religion is very important to a lot of people and i i used to be a, a man i used to be a zealot Oh, read that Bible back to front at least five times, and then several, you know, little parts that I loved in the in the, in the middle. So, so um, yeah, knowing that do you still so, book, do you still read it? No, no, I don't. <laughs> but I, I know a lot of it, you know, and and okay. you know, I know that there's parts of that of the of the Bible, like um, uh, one of my favorites is John thirty. I and the Father mm. are one, and a lot of times. Mm. A lot of times Christians will stop right there. I and the father are yeah. one and it'll say, mm-hmm. it'll mean, oh, Jesus is, is just like God. Well, if you keep reading, it's, it says, uh, the Jews picked up the stones and they started throwing them at Jesus. And then by mm-hmm. John ten thirty six, he goes, Hey, 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 I didn't say I'm God. I said, I'm God's son. You know, so there's, <laughs> you have to read in context, all of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, it's, it's a good read. No doubt about it, man. And it's a good book of instruction. So that, that good on you if you keep that somewhere in your psyche, you know, and, and keep that as part of your life. That's a it's a good thing. It really is. But uh, yeah, continue. I get. I look. I look at. I look at. Well, I don't. You know, faith and and all that. I look at it as. A, I don't call it a religion because I feel like religion is very like. You know, it's kind of like. You, you feel like you're, it's like an organized, it's very strict, you know, very just like, but I feel like God is, and it's spooky. If you hear, when you hear that, you're like, oh, they're spooky people or whatever, religious people. But I think Christianity is, at least for me, I look at it as a faith walk. Like it's like a relationship, like a conversation with God and having someone that is obviously a powerful than us, our creator. Because I think sometimes going through life, we disconnect so much. I think that's important because it's as much as we feel our stuff our like spirit, like our physical body, you know, with things. I think it's also very important to fill that up with spiritual things as well inside of your body. Well, the term walking the straight and narrow comes from the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that narrow path uh, to righteousness. It's, uh, it's very hard to keep on that narrow path. And one of the things I do is I try to stay on that narrow path. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like watching horror movies with all that <laughs> filth and and you know there's there's blood and guts and gore and such and how do I how do I uh make that right, you know, with the teachings of a Bible. It, it, I didn't want to be uh, you know as as much as I I loved reading the Bible and and the fellowship of yeah. of being with other people. I I couldn't yeah. be I felt like I was hypocritical when I was mm-hmm. on one side of the aisle you know watching this these types of movies where right. would jesus be okay with that i don't know so i don't i didn't want to like you know have a fight with him <laughs> <laughs> i honestly feel like you know for me i like the kind of scary movies and things that i like to make is about like i look at horror as it is something that is could be in our daily life it doesn't have to be monsters or ghosts or demons even you know i think like our humans our behaviors can be very scary and and that can be a horror and i i I think i i lean more to the psychological horror where it's kind of diced in like some realism or things that are like social like a social commentary so I'm, i'm really like very aware of like for me i like i lean more to that there's nothing wrong with the other horror as well i think it's great but 
Yeah. Miosha B. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my loyal <laughs> listener already knows that you don't have a lot of monsters in your, uh, you know, uh, creatures that are inhuman or superhuman yeah. in your yeah. uh, stories. A lot of them are psychological. A lot of them are what's around that corner. What, what, the, <laughs> what is that light? What was that sound? You know, yeah. it, 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 there's a lot of gophering in there where, huh? What was that? You know, I, I often wake up in the middle of the night listening to sounds out there. You know, I'm living out here in the country and I hear, you know, a certain animal sound outside my window. What was that? What was that? <laughs> so I could see that some of your movies are, you know, more in the in the in your own head rather than the external, you know, where something out there is going to get you your own feeling right. is going to get you but you're you're right you know humans uh, can be horrible people uh, you know I, yeah. I, I wish there was no need for an armed forces uh, to go off to battle other people can't we all just get along you know <laughs> but you know it's 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 um I mean, we all we all want to live in peace and, and, and but uh but I, I, I know, I know where I'm getting off on a, on a different tangent and I don't know where I'm going with this. And sometimes I ramble, but, um, these are, these are things that, that I love to see the human story put down on film and you have ideas and creations in your head that you, you have the ability to put them to film, to put them out there, whether it be on YouTube or Amazon or Apple or whatever platform and create images and change minds and feelings. Oh, what what is it you love most about all these all these things that you do? And I, I know you're not just a filmmaker. You got you have other avenues to explore. I want to know. Tell me tell me more about Beosha Bean and what do you think about all this? Um, you know, yeah, there there's a lot to uh, to me and, and to the creative uh, world, but I, I that I that I love. I just I just I think as humans i'm very curious person so there's there's nothing that i i don't want to discover and i feel like that is a part of just you know all of it you know the creative expression and just uh learning from life and growth I, for me it's like um it it's it's learning something new that i really enjoy about the creative aspect of everything that i do like um it's i'm always constantly trying to be a better person you know because like take away the film and stuff like that take away the the title it's at the end of the day it's like just it's just yourself and it's like you know that's what I like about all of like creative and putting that into film or whether it's you know that's express myself through fashion just different avenues I'm really interested in um but yeah I, there's I mean there's the sky's a limit you know to what we can create while we're here on this earth you know what i mean I, i'm not trying to sound too, too deep <laughs> no, I, you know miosha bean i learned a long time ago when i was a very young lad i think i was i, I must have been 10 years old when i saw the shining and it freaked me yeah. out and i know we talked about that before but i know from that age to now that film is it, it's fantasy it's it's fake it's it's not yeah. it's not real and if I could, you know, there's two schools of thought. There's those, uh, you know, people on that side that say, hey, if you watch a lot of violence in, in your movies, mm -hmm. in your music, in your art, it, you know, it's going to create violence in your head and you're going to want to do violence. Or there's the more sane people like myself. And yeah, I'm, I'm projecting. Okay. I'm being very, <laughs> very biased. The ones that see that stuff, you know, and, and can, uh, you know, view the horrors that humanity has to to uh to, that that has in in reality if you could put that on film and hopefully that becomes a release for for people uh, you know getting away from their day-to-day -day and watching yeah. a miosha bean film whether you're the 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 filmographer the uh the director or you're the star of the film because you know you're also in front of the camera as well but if you yeah. can create these images and give people an idea, look, this is what could happen if humans interact like this. 
don't do yeah. this. What do you think? <laughs> I love those. I love that. It's yeah, it's like a, you know, um, it's like Jordan Peele. Like he, every movie that he makes has a message in it, right? There's, there's all these nuggets and little, little things that are just so mm, like, you know what I mean? You're like, wow, this is like, it's entertaining. It's scary, but I'm also learning something. And it's like, that's really cool that we as creatives get to have that, this kind of platform to, to do this kind of stuff, to provoke the minds of, of anyone. Um, and I feel like that's really, it's really cool. It's a, I'm very blessed to be able to do that. And, and, um, you know, there's, I'm not the most, poli- well, I don't, I'm not openly those, I don't talk about po- politics much on a lot of platforms, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, you know, I love to talk about social commentary related to what's going on in the world right now and put that in a film, but in a, in a way where it's like, it's not like, Oh, like hitting over your head with information, but it's more like subtle and you're like, oh, and it makes you want to talk about it later and maybe, you know, you know, think just having an open mind to different things. No, I, I like movies with a message. There's always been a moral to the yeah. story and the moral to the story is, you know, you learn something, you know, whether it's you're getting a bedtime story when you're a kid and the moral is brush your teeth all the time. Be nice to other people, share your toys, you know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, I was watching Robert Townsend movies when I was growing up and, and Spike Lee definitely has some messages in there. In fact, uh, one of the, the, the movies that gets stuck in my head right now while I'm thinking about this is I'm going to get you sucker. And I remember he was talking about certain things and, uh, his brother would come up as the mailman through the window and go message just to point (laughs) out, just to really put a fine point. What he was just saying right there in that moment, that was important. So if you need to rewind mm-hmm. this film, you go ahead and do that because there was a message there that needed to be driven home. And, and I know that there, man, there's so much going on in the world and you have oh, the power. So the, you have the power. You know, people watch, uh, you know, these dragon movies, these fantasy movies, but there's <laughs> always messages in there. I watched, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a Trekkie. I, I like Star Trek. But there was always messages in there, you know, the mm-hmm. the racial diversity in the in the the um, the crew and, you know, the, the the way that they didn't need money anymore. And the whole world got together. You know, a lot of people think that those ideas are crazy. The whole world can't get together, but we have to get together if we want to go. We have to. For, if we want to go out into the universe, we have to be one yeah. world. Right. Mm. Yeah. Can it happen? <sighs> Yes, I hope so. Yeah. I, I think so. Well, I mean, I, you know, hey, you could think a certain way. I mean, maybe countries are important. Maybe having borders is important. Maybe having, you know, uh, a strict uh, immigration policy is important. You know, I, I, and this is not just po- political stuff. This is this is important. You know, these are people yeah. all over the world that are hurting. And I, yeah. I, I don't I, I'd love to help everyone. But it really, yeah. you know, all I can do is pretty much sweep my own front porch take care of my family and then maybe if i have a little bit extra take care of the 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 people in my community then maybe if i yeah. have a little bit extra take people in my city you know how far can you reach but with you right. having this platform where you have images you have thoughts you have ideas you can reach literally millions of people yeah. you know there's been thousands and thousands of people that have watched your films just on the youtube channel and everybody that's listening to this needs to go to Miyosha Beans YouTube channel. Click subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Share it. It's important. You know, these are these are important things. These are important ideas, important thoughts that you're putting out to the world. It's it, it's um it, it's ah, oh, I can't say I can't stress it enough. You have the power to change lives, change minds with your creativity. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's kind of crazy, right? You know, this just that, that idea, just like that, that. It's like, um, it's it's a heavy, it's a heavy kind of platform, and you know, you get this position, and you and you're like, I mean, really, when I first got into it, I I got into film because of Alpha Hitchcock. It was watching his short form films and finding that that was, you know, you could make something in in that a thirty minute, twenty minute space, and then, you know, you made a masterpiece you changed my mind you made me think about something you i learned something and it's very 
it's very cool that we get to do that, you know, and, um, but it changed over time. As I got older, I, I kind of want to talk. Yeah, definitely talk more about things that are happening in the world. Because like you said, it is kind of almost, I feel like it's like our responsibility as creatives to, to do that. I mean, I think about uh, I'm watching Psycho, the 1960s version of Psycho, yeah. and even the Vince Vaughn version of Psycho was shot for shot, the same movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey, somebody had an idea to do that. But watching the original with Anthony Perkins, just, uh, you know, him, his mind just deterring. Look, he lost his mom. That was the the one person that was keeping him all together. And when she yeah. was gone, you know, you could see the, the, the mental anguish that was coming over him. And and unfortunately, it, it came out in, in murderous ways. And these are these are that was just a touch that was just the 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 candied version of that people have you know have struggles with their mind all the time getting their chemistry right you know taking pills yeah maybe this pill will make me uh you know happier oh no i'm too happy let me take this pill to make me a little (laughs) less happy and now let me get my chemistry right you know it's not just that but it's man i feel for people that that are losing their minds and it's not just the, the physical, yeah. just, I mean, but you can, you can, you could speak to that. And I know we're getting deep here, yeah. but uh, you know, last time we had an idea of who you are and now we need to find out where you're going with this thing called film, mm-hmm. with this filmography, where, where are, where are you heading Miosha bean as we, as we uh, wind this thing down, I guess, where are you heading? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, where am I heading? Um, I'm shooting for the stars. Uh, you know, I feel like I want to definitely, as a creator, I want to dream without limits and continue to keep that no limitations on what I could create. Or, um, yeah, the in the possibilities are endless, and and you know. I just want to be able to help and reach other women and that want to get into this industry. I mean, I love the guys. Yes. <laughs> but you know, if there's something my heart is definitely towards a lot of women who don't get those opportunities or see themselves as much in certain positions. But so hopefully that, you know, to be able to like speak to that, maybe join an academy or something, talking to women or whatever, but um, knowing that, yeah, we can do this and, and we're here because, you know, I, if I can do it, you can do it too. So it's one of those things of like um, just being able to continue to create thought provoking projects and good, good things in the, in the, in the time to come. And um, maybe my own studio. We'll see. <laughs> well, you know, I've ha- I know, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not dumb. I know that I've, I've had the opportunity. I've had the, the um, ability to see people like myself, uh, on the screen my whole life, you know, and I know that diversity is the key to success. Uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, was I watching ha- Hamilton? The one line on Hamilton that gets the biggest applause is immigrants get the job done. You know, people, mm-hmm. diverse people with diverse ideas. It's not, it can't just be one type of person. And if you mm-hmm. look a certain way, you know, you're going to want to see people that are kind of like you. You might want yeah. a, a woman, a black woman, a, a Latina woman, you know, because you have, you're not just one thing. You're all these mm-hmm. things. You're even more than those things. You, you, not everybody. I, I don't think there's going to be a, a, a white man, a white, white man, because I'm half Cuban, half Irish, half Italian. I know that there's three, those are three halves, but I'm a, I'm a big dude. Okay. So I, I can fit three halves there, but, uh, you know, there's, there's not just one type of person. People are in this melting pot that we call America. I believe that, uh, you know, I love that we can all get together and create things. And speaking of getting together, the more your projects grow, the more people you're going to need. Maybe you are going to have to step back and become just a director in the seat, watching the dailies and let a director of <laughs> photography go off and do the, that, sh- those shots and maybe have a second unit go off and do those shots. I mean, do you dream about projects that get bigger and bigger where you need to have 
third units going off to get B-roll in other parts of the country. What do you think about that? I love that. I love that. Yes, please. <laughs> I, I I definitely can see that for sure. Um, um, you know, it's, it's, exci- it's exciting because I know that, you know, when I first started, I started from a girl from Florida, you know, just had an idea and like, and just had a dream and I c- kept it going and saw it through. And then, yeah. I'm here now. I've created so many things where I am now in my space, my time, my life right now. But I know that it's going to continue to grow. Like in, the more you water a seed, it just it just grows. So I'm very excited for that. So yes to the third unit and having someone to shoot some another another country and you know uh, not just here in the states, but yeah, da- I'm very excited about that. Well, you've already done that. Happen. You've already done that on a smaller scale where you've directed yes. people all over the world, you know, to, to direct themselves. Hey, can you shoot this piece of film of yourself and then send it to me and then you'll cut it together and make it into a a film. What? Mm -hmm. That is crazy. We've already spoken (laughs) that the internet is, it can be used for good as well as evil and you're using it for good, you know, where people can film themselves. So, I mean, how much, responsibility do you want to take is uh, that that's pretty responsible especially as <laughs> budgets grow you know people start yeah. saying oh you know what i'm going to give you x amount of dollars in fact i'm going to give you x x amount of dollars in fact i'm going to give you 10 times x amount of dollars but you got to give me this back i expect that return it's so mm-hmm. responsible when you're dealing with other people's other opm other people's money. Oh, yeah. I learned about that back in the in the 1980s. You know, never spend <laughs> your own money. And when you when you do have to spend your own money, ooh, it's a big gamble. And I know you've been doing <laughs> that your whole life. Mostly it's it's financed by Miosha Bean, right? Yeah, I've I've yeah, finance it. Um and you know, lately it's been really cool because like the I guess the next the past like three years I'd say, we you know, I've been getting more like finances from like distribution or like, you know, through other people and um you know, it's it's really nice to be able to have worked so like to done done all these projects and then now I have a few like I know a few distribution places now. It's like it's really nice that I can reach out and you know they can give us a platform and help us to make our movie because uh, it's like it's tough to make a movie happen, especially a feature. You know, it's <laughs> it's a lot of work. You need you need the money for sure and all the help you can get. Oh my goodness! And product placement. Yeah, this uh, this film uh, sponsored by whoever. <laughs> you know yeah it, it's uh, it's tough man and 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 then all these people <laughs> that give you that that cash they want a piece of it sometimes they they you yeah. gotta let go a little of a little bit of of creative uh license uh who gets final yeah. cut oh my goodness <laughs> that that day that you don't get to 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 have the last word will you ever will you ever give up that control mm, yeah definitely <laughs> I can I can give it up. I can. I'm good. I don't need that much control. Well, there's a lot of yeah, a lot of times, and I've said I've said it before. The the editor is who makes the movie. Yes, a director and all the cast and all the crew right. can give them <laughs> miles and miles of film, miles and miles, and these are metaphorical digital miles of film. But that editor is that one that's going to cut it into just the right amount give you just the right beats, uh, you know, yeah. oh, maybe he should hold, you know, for another second before yeah. that next line, bam. And yeah. hopefully the director <laughs> has thought about that ahead of time and hasn't just yeah. gone straight to the next line and give you that, that, that beat, give, give the editor something to work with. You were talking exactly. about coverage before, you know, sometimes yeah, you need oh, yeah. two and three different shots were from different angles for people to work with is that what coverage is oh yeah oh yeah it's it's yes that's exactly right (laughs) um uh coverage is super important though you know you have to have that the coverage because like you said you know you don't want to go back and then when you have a budget that a company's given you like you know that's people's money and hands are on that. So you have to be very delicate, like with your, you know, with, with time, you got to make sure you got like just enough with the, but within the budget. So yeah, the coverage is super important. I just, we did a project for BT and, um, BT network and it's a, it's a thriller. Um, I was one of the assistant director on it and, um, 
we we definitely our thing when we before we got on set we were t- talking about how we want to get make sure we get enough coverage just make sure we have that extra just you know it's better to shoot more than less less is you know it definitely we need more footage because just in case you don't want to like say the editors in another country everybody's kind of spread out and doing their summer edit so we're editing online or you know so we don't have to go back and do reshoots but nine times out of ten you're going to be definitely doing reshoots sometimes sometimes Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm watching some films. I've been on a kick lately uh, where I'm watching films from the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, you know, some Roger Corman films where, oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're wonderful. They're they're zany. Some of them are just like incredibly crazy. But you can tell (laughs) that they used every so even the ones that are, I, I say Roger Corman, the ones that are lesser than that, they're the films that, you know, a monster from outer space, whatever. And they, you could tell they used every bit of that footage and put it out there on the screen. There was nothing left on the cutting room floor because they didn't take the extra time or they didn't have the extra budget to, uh, to take that, that third shot, that second, that third, fourth shot that they may have needed so they could splice it in and make it look just right. You know, you had this shot and that's all we had and we moved on, you know? <laughs> But, uh, you know, have you dealt with that to where you don't have the luxury of reshoots? You have that one shot and that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that. And that's a lot of pressure Um, because you're just like, oh, man, if I if I this if I suck, this is like this could be the end of my career. I mean, really, you know, (laughs) so it's like (laughs) I don't know if anybody's going to work with me, but I I think every uh, creative have has had that moment of. Like if, you know, you're on a project like that and there you can't go back and get coverage. You like this is the take and you got to keep going. Um, yeah, you want to make sure that you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, I'm a man who likes, uh, you know, practical effects and practical things. You know, I, I really yeah. appreciate a rubber monkey suit and I really appreciate, you know, somebody. Uh, uh, well, Jackie Chan getting blown up and actually hurting himself. For, for the yeah. sake of creativeness. Uh, you don't really have to do that anymore. You can do that with green screens and CGI. And, yeah. uh, you know, there, there's not a, a movie reel sitting behind me in this video. This is a green screen. This is, you know, CGI. This is special effects, baby. And this is on a small <laughs> scale. But, you know, you have to have the right computer, the budget to get all, uh, you know, to have people that can do those effects. You talked about Soderbergh. I know that him and some other people have really pushed it to the limits with their special effects. You know, uh, was it uh, Cam- Cameron, uh, James Cameron? He had to, James Cameron. He had to wait until the special effects caught up to his vision. I mean, do you see that? Because I, I know you use a lot of uh, practical effects, which I love, but will you use, you know, special effects, uh, co- computer effects? I'm 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 not really big on special effects. I think it's really great that we can do it, but like I, there's something about practical effects and just you know really get it. It, it just adds a different element and a feel to the film. Um, like I'm I like like I did the if I did a film um, and we use a lot of just like we didn't want to obviously because I think like sometimes green screen it it can look a little too fake. Or, you know, you're like, I can tell, you know, sometimes, but to be on the safe, I think practical is better personally. That's just me. I mean, I'm not saying like, don't use effects and I, I will, I will not, I'm opposed to it because I actually got this project a couple years back, but um, it never actually, we never actually got, got into filming, but it was with Warner Brothers. And, um, you know, it got to the process of what we're going to do, like it was going to be an animation, you know, it was going to be this. And I was like, I've never directed an animation before. Um, so just that world was different. And I was like, oh, you know, that it was so I was going to do something like that. But I'm definitely a big fan of uh, practical. <laughs> Well, what and, about you? And, you know, for the merchandising itself, I mean, no, uh, nobody can can go uh, to to buy an avatar costume that was used in the movie because there was no avatar costume used in the movie. <laughs> it was all CGI. Right. You know, if you want Darth Vader's helmet, you can go buy Darth Vader's helmet if you got the uh, if you got the money, right? You can buy a yeah. a monkey suit from Planet of the Apes, nineteen sixty nine or sixty eight. You know, you can you can buy those those. Uh, 
physical objects that collectors really love. And the more CGI, the less those physical objects are going to be out there. You know, you, and you were talking about animation. Uh, this the 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 cells. You know, people used to do uh, draw cell by cell, frame by frame, drawing on a piece of plastic. You know, the 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 characters. Now it's all in computer, so you can't go buy yeah. a cell like you could from Disney or Warner Brothers or, or anything like that. But uh, you know, it's uh, it, we all have to change with the times. You know, we can't. Yes, we can't stay stagnant. Yes, we know how it used to be done, but then we got to we got to get with the now and as. Projects get more and more expensive and more and more funded. You want it bigger, better, faster, more. Ah, we got to take advantage of these computers, don't you think? Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not definitely not against it. Definitely, definitely love. I definitely love computers for sure. Like it's it makes it easier and it's just it's faster. You know, definitely cuts the time. You know, with a lot of things. But um, yeah, it's exciting what technology is going to and where we're getting at. Like where we're going with it. It's pretty amazing. Well, we're living in a good time. Yeah, filmmakers, you know, some of your your uh, compatriots, I guess, uh, uh, like uh, what Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. These are two guys that really love filmmaking. I can I can tell every time I I hear them on an interview, they love filmmaking. But Quentin Tarantino yeah. would be more practical, you know, using real swords and and a lot of you know the the splattering of blood and uh, you know making things you know, practical where Robert Rodriguez will direct the spy kids and it'll be all CGI and you'll go, man, those are, you know, kill bill and spy kids are great films, equally great, great films, but you could see the two different styles and they, I, from what I understand, they gotta be like, like if not best friends, they're friends. So, I mean, are there filmmakers that you work with? and filmmakers that you've you've come up with and i know that you've been mentored by i mean people that you work with that you really enjoy do you find that you keep working with them over and over oh yeah i think that's very important uh, my mentor uh he actually used to be a writer for warner brothers and uh, he did a lot of like films like puff puff pass uh this christmas and so many others um uh he is someone that We've, I've, you know, I was very fortunate to meet early on in my career when I was starting in Los Angeles. And so, you know, we just continue to make projects and he, you know, we like our chemistry when we, when we work together. So, um, and yeah, name, just to his, learn from and his him. Name is, and his name is Warner. No relation. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been, you know, we're still, we, we create, uh, actually matter of fact, we're going to be creating something soon, a, a film a, a feature together. We're going to write it. And, um, I'm very excited to work with him and continue to, you know, have these relationships. It's very important to keep those relationships. And I've, I've had worked, I've, I have mentors that are very, very famous. Some I won't say, <laughs> but you know, like that, that, I can call and say, Hey, how do I do this? Or, you know, and it's really, really nice that they still want to help me because they see something in me. So it's like, thank you. <laughs> you know. Well, Miosha Bean, I love that you can create something that can live on forever and ever and ever. It can be changed into different mediums. Uh, you know, the celluloid from yesteryear got digitized to DVDs, uh, laser discs, then DVDs. And now it's all digital to where you can stream these movies that were made back in the 1900s, some of them are very problematic. Some of them have <laughs> messages that maybe we shouldn't hear, but, uh, you know, there's history there. And uh, I'm not one to erase history. I know that, the, yeah. you know, our history, the world's history, American history in particular, there, there are some bad things that happen in this world. And a lot of that was put down on tape, on film. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, I don't know. I, I don't know if it should be destroyed. I, I think we should look at it and go, ooh, ooh, don't do that. Don't do that. Right. You know, <laughs> should should we destroy it? Should we destroy all that historical footage or should we learn from it? I don't know. I, I think learn that's, I, go ahead. Learn from it. <laughs> learn from it. All right. We've been pretty deep on this thing. And I, I, I know that we, we pretty much scratched the surface once again of, about of the things that you're doing now. You have two feature films that are coming out and only one you gave us a hint of uh, the name of 
You're so secretive, Miosha Bean. And next time you come back here, I want you to spill everything. All the tea needs to come out uh, with you and Irina. Uh, you know, not just don't just spill it with Irina. Spill it with me. Spill that tea. <laughs> no, but uh, you know what's what's on the near horizon. I already got. I have all your links uh, to to all your various things in the show notes. Uh, that um, I got your your linked uh, your link tree. I guess was the uh, mm. the most important. Oh thing that- yes, yes, <laughs> that's good. But- so that's I that def I definitely update pretty often. Like all the new stuff, I try to keep up there. Super right. fun. I like link. It's cuts the you know workout of putting like a bunch of links and like hey go watch this guys. But yeah, on the near horizon, I have um, ooh, I I just did a feature I'm acting in, and I did the the camera work in that. And so that was a challenge, but it was really fun. And he's also a filmmaker and creative. So, um, yeah, he, um, very excited about that. And I can, I think I can actually talk about it. Yeah. It's, uh, that's called Miosha. Oh <laughs> my goodness. You've been using your name in so many films, so many projects over the years. You're going to keep using your name. You are going to build that brand. It, uh, I'm going to see your name on the top of a building, uh, top of a, a building that has a studio inside that has several floors of different studios. You're going to have a talk show up here and a, uh, uh, you know, a Saturday Night Live type show over there. And, uh, you know, and a, a, you know, music ways to make uh, water films over here. You're going to have a, oh, I could see it. I I could see it. Yosha. Thank you. Yosha. (laughs) Just, uh, and you keep saying water that seed. No, no. We water that bean. Miosha bean. (laughs) Water the bean and watch it grow. There you go. All right. Um, Let's give, uh, give some shout outs to people that have helped you out along the way. And then we'll give some last words for the people. Miosha bean. Okay. Shout outs. All right. Um, definitely my parents, you know, they, they're my rock and, and why I'm as level ahead as I, as I am and being in this crazy industry, you know, <laughs> to begin with. So thanks mom and dad, my family, of course. Uh, but some people that I want to give a shout out to is the whole crew and, um, of, of night games. It's a new film that's coming out this, uh, this year as well. Also feature and I'm acting in that one. So it's not my, but mine, but yeah, shout out to uh, the whole team of that. And, uh, Ronnie Warner, uh, I love you. Um, Andrew Preston, my, my amazing friend, actor, and, um, yeah, everybody who is listening. <laughs> All right. Big ups to the preacher and the teacher. That's your mom and dad. <laughs> Not in that order. Hey. The dad and mom, I guess, is what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for coming out here again and uh, spilling and getting, giving the little ideas and little tidbits of uh, a little more insights on who Miosha Bean filmmaker is you know and i'm i'm uh, i encourage everyone at least if if you don't do anything else step to the youtube go put us subscribe on there like it go the, you know watch all those those little f- short films that she's got on there oh my goodness i encourage you but um uh, I don't want this to be the last time that we talk. I'm so happy that we got a chance Thank to you. connect again. Let's do this again yes. uh, real soon and talk about what's happening in the near future. But, uh, you know, let's finish this thing off with last words for the people. Could be words to live by, words that you mm-hmm. wake up with every morning, a mantra, or just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Miyosha Bean, give the last word for the people. Um, My last words would just be, don't be afraid of taking risk. Take a risk. Live life with lim- without limits and uh, dare to believe in the impossible and watch your life change. Well, there you have it, party people. Miosha Bean, filmmaker, and so much more. Very thoughtful person. So happy to have you back on the podcast. Miosha Bean, oh my goodness, always good to talk to you. And, you know, always good to be following you around. I follow you on my Instagrams and, and my TikToks and, uh, and, and of course, the YouTube. I mean, you know, for the people, for my loyal listener out there, uh, the YouTube, definitely you could get a taste of who Miosha Bean is uh, creatively. And then uh, watch the films on Amazon. 
a lot of different platforms i guess on apple as well but um oh and listen to podcasts too creator to creator you'll get some more insight from the great miosha bean thanks again miosha for being on the podcast that that uh <laughs> that takes care of this edition of what makes you famous i look forward to hearing more from you in the near future uh now if you and now i'm turning my attention to you my loyal listener if you'd like to tell your story i encourage you to give me a call 501-470-6386 or email keysdan at aol.com that's it for me it's keysdan radio what.com dj little rock.com peace i'm out of here if you like what you hear follow what makes you famous social media Use the hashtag, What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter, at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube, at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keysdan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some words to live by know what is in charge of your happiness except you a public service message from radio what.com the music you want Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo.